Welcome back to the Sunday Roast uh, with me, your host, I suppose, uh, Mark Megan. Extraordinarily hungover. Extraordinarily hungover. You know, one of those sort of hangovers where you think you're fine and you wake up and you have like most of the morning to yourself and you think, Jesus, I've actually managed to escape this somehow. God only knows why or how, but I feel fine. And then four o'clock comes. And it's not a physical hangover, it's a psychological one, wherein you're walking down the street, fit as a fiddle, just a wee slip of a thing, and the existential doom descends. And you go from thinking, Jesus, I actually feel relatively grand, to what colour is France? Do you know what I mean? Anyway, today we're talking about teenage discos, uh, Irish teenage discos in particular, some of the best days of your life. Some of the worst days of my life, okay? Maybe I'm scarred. Maybe history has been so brutal to me that I've sort of developed this disgusting, cynical approach to the world wherein actually, if only I stopped judging other people and take one hard look at myself, things could be very different, do you know what I mean? Nevertheless, I had my first kiss in Wesley. Interestingly, also my worst kiss was my first kiss in Wesley Disco. Because no one told me what to do, right? Nobody ever, I was never sat down by like my older brother or like an uncle before the court case, you know, who told me how to kiss somebody, okay? I knew what to do, relatively speaking, with regards to the mouth. I knew, I knew how that was supposed to work. Get the tongue in, swash it around a little bit, put the hands in the ass. All of that was fine. But one tiny fucking element that nobody told me about was about the eyes, a.k.a. close the fuckers. Nope. Old Muggins here didn't know that. So I had my first kiss on the dance floor in Wesley Disco, and I had my eyes wide open for the whole thing, which was obviously some sort of huge faux pas because people were walking around looking at me. And in my naivete, I decided they obviously think I'm a legend, so I'll just give them the fingers. So there's this 13-year-old pubescent idiot, right, with his eyes wide open, kissing somebody, okay, and by the way, the way that I was kissing is probably the, like, the closest legal thing you could get to waterboarding, do you know what I mean, like, this is, this is Guantanamo, you know, like, next to asking her where Bin Laden was, you know, this is like an extra in Zero Dark Thirty, this is outrageous, nevertheless, I was giving people the fingers, and I fell in love, because that's what you do after your first kiss, you fall straight in love, head over heels, this is the one. This is me now. Yeah, no, no, this is me. This is me sort of now. Life set up. She's a Mount Anvil. You know, we're going to have a life together. We're going to have a love together. All the rest. Came back to Wesley next week. Was like asking her friends, oh, where's, uh, where's Kira? Uh, I think a little bit sheepish. Do you know what I mean? Uh, oh, I think she's uh, in on the dance floor. Is she, yeah? Okay, she's obviously waiting for me. Probably, probably doing a bloody striptease for El Megan, is she? Uh, no, Mark, she's not. She's actually already scored 17 people. 17 people are you fucking joking me like 17 people i went in i was like uh uh, what's the story she's like oh um mark isn't it yes yes i'm the guy with yes Uh, what's 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 the crack well nothing there is no crack i'm just you know doing my thing and kiss 17 people cool uh this is the worst thing as desperate as i was I actually asked her, would she be interested in kissing me still? 
Do you know what her response was? Mark, I'm not scoring 18 people. What do you take me for? Ah, okay. were the worst things in the world. These things were the most outrageous. How how they exist, by the way, legally speaking, and we can't name any names due to like a few sloppy DMs that I've received. Um, but <laughs> no, no. these things though were the most outrageous things. It, can we just just like uh, first day one, like day one of you being a security guard in a teenage disco? How are you? Uh, so just wondering what the protocol is here now. I'm assuming whenever the uh, the kids get, you know, if somebody shows up, they're too drunk, we don't let them in. Or oh no, 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 let them in, let them in. Cool. But what's the sort of what's the protocol with regards to like, you know, if they are too pissed? Uh, basically, just go up to them and say something like, you know, go get a cup of tea and come back to me, and then still let them in. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. But we don't serve alcohol in this venue because they're, they're children, right? They're like 13, 14 years of age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so just let them in. Let the boys watch. Do you know what I mean? It was always great, though, with Wesley. Uh, this disco, sorry, she'll remain nameless. Oh, Wesley Disco on, in Donnybrook in South County Dublin, right beside Donnybrook Church, which we'll get to in a second, don't you worry. But, you know, all the girls would arrive up. Uh, they'd be dropped off by their dad. And as soon as the doors would close, the tongue would come out. Do you know what I mean? And that was just the dad. But like, in order, in order to attend an Irish teenage disco, you generally had to do... There was a bit of a process beforehand. So basically, you had to do this thing called fishing, which is if, you know, fortunately, if none of your like parents or your friends' parents were ludicrously irresponsible enough to buy you alcohol, you had to go out and, you know, obtain this yourself. So what you do is, <clears throat> excuse me, you'd stand outside like a supermarket for, you know, whatever, like three to four hours, you know what I mean? And just waiting for somebody who looks, by the way, it's actually massive judgment when you think about it. Like, you'd be waiting for somebody who looks dodgy enough that they'd be willing to purchase boys, young teenage boys, alcohol. So you'd be standing there and eventually you'd see this guy and you'd be like, right, this guy looks like the real deal. You know, he's wearing an Adidas hoodie. He's got a bit of a haircut. He probably likes his football and his tunes. You know, the, excuse, uh, excuse me, mate. And he's like, fuck off. Uh, you're a pedo. That's, that's literally what we did. If somebody didn't buy us alcohol, we would just start calling him a pedo. Which is, which is, in terms of not drawing attention to yourself, we, were, we weren't very good at it. Nevertheless, if you eventually found some idiot to purchase you booze, you would then go uh, and you'd sort of find a place. Usually, you know, the way of telling where a good place to drink was, you'd be like, oh man, I'm, uh, amazing place there, discovered for us to drink. Oh really, uh, what are we talking? Well, there's two abandoned trolleys, um... There's a couple of burst condoms, and I'm pretty sure I saw a needle on the floor. Amazing. When, where do I sign? Do you know what I mean? And you'd, you'd go there and you'd drink with tears in your eyes. You would literally drink a shoulder or a nagging of vodka with tears in your eyes, thinking, I'm too young for this. 
this doesn't feel right. I remember as a, as a boy thinking, this, this is weird. This is not, something is wrong with the world that I'm sitting here now with Fanta Exotic, by the way. Fanta Exotic, let's discuss Fanta Exotic. What sort of a fucking pervert do you have to be to ever drink that? Do you know what I mean? There's, like, that, that's the sort of thing, like, okay, obviously people with diabetes can't drink it. They probably can't drink it because they got diabetes because they once drank it. Do you know what I mean? Fanta Exotic is arguably one of the most perverted drinks of all time. The only thing more perverted than that are the absolute dirtbags, scumbags you see drinking uh, Red Bull. Red Bull during the day, sober. You should be arrested. You should be taken out of society now and buried, like, in... Up to your neck in some sort of carbonated caffeine drink. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, we can't mention brand names, but Red Bull is the brand. You then get to Wesley. And you're feeling great. You know, you're, you're, you've, got, you've got your Abercrombie boxers bunched up over your jeans like it's extra jean. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember how absurd... Oh, oh, my parents went to New York and my parents bought me Abercrombie boxers. Yeah, cool, William. You're still a complete gimp, by the way. And also, you do realise that, like, your trousers stop at, like, your waist level and then you've got this sort of, like, baggage of boxer up to your navel. What the fuck is going on, William? Do you know what I mean? Like, good God. Uh, also, nice, super dry jacket. Oh, super dry. What a great brand. Exclusively. Ex- super dry is a brand that is exclusively designed for school teachers and the guardie. Do you know what I mean? If you're not one of those two subsets of society, you shouldn't be wearing super dry. Okay? The only, piece, the only person wearing super dry is like the undercover guard at a festival. That comes up to you really subtly and is like... Uh, oh my god, yeah, the old, the old music's mental, isn't it? Uh, do you have any six or eight pills I could purchase off you in a transaction? No, Damien, I don't. And also, you're still wearing your guard of shoes. You're still wearing your guard of belt. Do you know what I mean? Be better at this. You're not exactly Jessica fucking Fletcher here. Do you know what I mean? You literally couldn't be more of a guard. Speaking of guards, you go into Donnybrook, you go into Wesley... Wesley's really good. It's a lovely disco. Great music. Great music. Played by people who are... There's like obviously a cut-off point with teenage discos wherein you don't get hired as a DJ unless you have no hair and are over the age of 46. Do you know what I mean? Some of these DJs... They this, this is going to sound pejorative. They don't look like ex-cons, okay? They look like current cons. Like, the DJ in Wesley, he didn't look like, oh, yeah, maybe he's done his time, you know, he's done a few... No, no, he looks like he's out on day release, and he somehow managed to swindle himself a freelancing gig as a DJ. All right, now, girls and boys, this song goes out to Jessica, and all the ladies from our ladies' grove, it is Jessica's birthday tonight. I believe we're going to have a very special birthday... So put all your hands together, we are going to be listening to Robbie Williams' Angels. And uh, if we know the honest answer, Rebecca, tonight you are my angel. <laughs> come over and say, uh, come over to the DJ boot now and have a little... Uh, uh, no, Gareth. Gareth, no. 
like really a, a resounding no from humanity. Do you know what I mean? Like, please stop. Also, Gareth, you've got you've you've got an interesting collection of tattoos there. Okay, what I find the most interesting is. Oh yeah, no, this is me niece, Emily. She's my pride and joy. I know she is. But you've got a tattoo of Emily on your forearm, right? Great. She's your niece. You love her. That's really sweet. Less than an inch away, you've got a photo of a topless mermaid who inexplicably is wielding a Liverpool jersey. Riddle me that, Gareth. Riddle me that. What? Do you know what I mean? Like, good fucking Gareth. I mean, good God, Gareth. Gareth, good God, Gareth. Gareth, God. Good. The most awkward thing in the world is, do you remember this? Look, we've all been there. You've absolutely been there. If you're listening to this, you have been in this situation. When you're in a disco, okay, and your friend does that thing, which you secretly want him to do, but you don't really want him to do it. He goes up to somebody and says, excuse me, will you, um," he just points at you, but I literally point at you, will you uh, score my friend? Will you you kiss my, my friend over there? Those few minutes or those few seconds, they feel like they feel like hours, they feel like days. But those few seconds when you're standing there on a dance floor with like scooter playing in the background, okay? And your friend has gone up to somebody who is wearing the poorest quality of fake tan you could ever feasibly imagine. It's literally dripping off her. I mean, if she was to use the fuck, she would leave the bathroom in a state only Bobby Sands would be proud of. Do you know what I mean? Like, this shit is literally falling off her. She's like a slippy Giuseppe, you know. It literally is dripping off her. But he goes, oh, will you, uh, will you, you kiss my friend? Just over there, the guy at the, uh. The red, fa- the boxers. Yeah, the boxers above the jeans of the, the super. He's the guy with the he's the guy with the fringe gelled down, yet the back of his head is spiked up. What the fuck is that? You look like Craig from Big Brother Five. If he was, do you know what I mean? What is going on? Anyway, you're standing there, and she's looking over at you. She's literally judging you, and you're thinking, okay, I need to, I need to really act cool. So you're just standing there by yourself, right? Chewing, fucking chewing gum at a rate that Alex Ferguson in the Hacienda would be fucking proud of. Do you know what I mean? Like, literally going at yourself with the chewing gum, pretending to be really interested in, like, the net curtains or the pensioner who inexplicably still runs this place and hasn't been arrested. You know what I mean? This is madness. Wesley Disco in particular. Talking about this disco that we went to, you know... You have to remember that it was situated right beside Donnybrook Church. Donnybrook Church is a place that lots of us went to for our sort of, excuse me, our first like sexual preamble in the sense that we didn't really know anything about anything. But, you know, you'd go over for a bit of a a bit of rough and tumble. Do you know what I mean? Like, (coughs) good God. But you'd go over and you'd be in, you'd have to like go into the bushes and... It was all pretty fucking low-grade stuff here. You know what I mean? Like, any sort of sexual activity should not... It it depends on what you're interested in, of course. But, like, for me, the idea of, like, a romantic sexual encounter does not involve wet bark rubbing up against my lower back because my shirt's... You know what I mean? Like, my shirt's pulled up and there's literally sodden bark, like, branch paraphernalia on my lower back. Do you know what I mean? One of the reasons why I think I'm so scarred by the days of teenage discos is I remember my first sexual encounter in Donnybrook Church. This is outrageous, by the way. This is, abs- this is, a good- this is outrageous. I went to Donnybrook Church 
uh, and I was told by this is the weird thing people used to always be like quite like they intervene in your personal life and they'd be like oh Mark so you're going to go over with this person now she's going to do these things to you and you're going to do these things to her like it was already established before you even walked in what was going to happen so, so I went over and uh, I was re- I received my first hand job okay I was 13 years of age you know what I mean and it was fine it was whatever it was I went back into the disco thinking I was, you know, fucking Ron Jeremy, like some absolute legend. And I'm out in the smoking area where you've got all these, like, perverts who've robbed cigarettes from their parents' like study. And they've just come down, they're, like, smoking twin More cigarettes than Dot Cotton. Do you know what I mean? Like, people who have never smoked a cigarette in their life, all of a sudden going through 37 cigarettes in 46 minutes. Do you know what I mean? The mo- and then there was always, by the way, there was always one, I usually went to Gonzaga, there was always one absolute pigeon who'd bring out a cigar... And be like, yeah, boys, you know me, I like the stogies. Uh, no, you don't, actually. And we don't like you. And this is awful. This is really cringe. You've lit that the wrong way, by the way, Patrick. This is dog shit. Nevertheless, I was out in the smoking area having, you know, 8 to 20 cigarettes a minute. <clears throat> and these guys came up to me and someone was like, oh, you're Mark Megan. I was sort of gloating. You know, I felt good about myself. I just received a first-hand job. I feel like this is my passport to adult life. I am a real individual now. And... Uh, this guy comes up and was like, uh, you, uh, you Mark Megan. I was like, yeah, absolutely I am. Partner, how are you getting on, baby? You looking for uh, some advice on how to receive handjobs? Because I can give you some. He's like, no, heard you got a small dick. Excuse me? Heard you got a small dick. Everyone starts laughing. Everyone starts laughing at me. Heard you got a small dick. And to this day, I still remember thinking, even at the time, going, well, yes, of course I have a small dick. I'm 13 years of age. How big is my dick? How big is my dick supposed to be? Do you know what I mean? Like, and also, <clears throat> who made you the fucking UN of dicks? Do you know what I mean? Who made you like the Kofi Annan of phallus? What, what is it? The Irish Dick Association. Do you know what I mean? This is absolutely madness. Of course my dick is small. Of course my dick is small. And by the way, why are you, like, why are you such a penis aficionado? Do you know what I mean? Poor old Megan here. Yeah, fine. I've got a tiny todger. I'm 13 years of age. I'm relatively okay with that. I shouldn't yet have to be aware of my appendage and its shortcomings, if you'll allow the pun. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) 